video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Welcome to the show. My name is Anthony. You're listening to Progress Bar Radio. Thanks for joining. We got songs from Jesper Keed, DJ JD, and Joshua Morse today, so stay tuned for those. We got we got some fun topics to talk about. So stay tuned. If you're listening live, come on in. Hop in the chat. Let me know you're here. Participate in the discussion as we're going on. You can contact me at Progress Bar Show on Twitter or you can contact me by email Anthony at ProgressBarRadio.com. Again, we got some interesting topics today. What happens when you have too much money to spend? Like, you don't even have to be rich. I'm not talking about if you're rich. I'm not talking about you got millions in your bank account. I'm just talking about what happens when you have too much money to spend. You know, you got your earnings that you make every every week, every month, whatever. Somehow, you get some extra money. You get some extra cash flow. And then you got this money to spend. What do you usually do with it? Do you spend it? Do you save it? Go splurge. You do you use it on your girlfriend, your wife? Use it on yourself. I just ask because there's a story that three four three and Microsoft are doing some exquisite marketing campaigns for Halo Five. Basically, in Australia, they're doing a marketing campaign where a person, or persons, I'm not entirely sure how it's going to work, but at least one person will be able to play Halo 5 in a helicopter. And everybody everybody within, I don't know, a few miles, I assume, can watch him or her play the game. Because the screen will be suspended in the air. It'll be suspended 2,000 feet in the sky. So you can watch. You can just look up in the sky and you can watch somebody play Halo 5. They say the first 15 minutes. Ezra says he would buy cool stuff that no one else would probably think to buy. Okay, so there's one thing. But apparently, Microsoft... They got too much money to spend. Because that's a pretty ridiculous uh, marketing campaign. I mean, think about it. What is that supposed to do? Usually the point of marketing is to get people to know about it and get to you know get people to know about whatever you're marketing. In this case, Halo 5. Right, so Microsoft's goal, we want people to know about Halo 5. All right, well, I guess check with that one, right? 
But they've been on a marketing blitz for the last couple of days. It started sometime last week, continued on into this week. Halo 5 comes out next week, and they're on a blitz. The other thing you want to do with marketing is get people interested in it, right? Well, <laughs> I guess this this uh, pumps up the hype train. Is that what this does? Because I'm telling you, this is kind of crazy. You got somebody in a helicopter playing your game. I'm like, am I good? I guess I would be excited, not excited necessarily to see the game, but it would be fascinating to watch that in action. I don't know if it would get me more or less hyped about the game, though. Because I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, okay. Like, it would be kind of cool to look up in the sky and you're watching somebody play a video game. Like, that, that I have to admit, that, that's kind of cool. Now, Zoro thinks it's a really dumb idea, though. But just, you know, just, you don't see that every day. It's not something, I, I don't think I've ever seen that happen. Not, not with a movie, not with a video game. But come on now. That is a lot of money to just spend on a marketing campaign. I mean, you gotta think about buying the helicopter, the use of the helicopter, buying the screen that people can see 2,000 feet in the air. I don't know if they built that, if they're renting it. You know, like, how does that work? Is it custom made? Like, where does that go? I guess it would get some people excited. I was looking at comments on the internet and people were like, oh, that, you know, that'd be kind of cool. I'm like, okay, like, I guess. But my question is, why Australia? Why are they doing this marketing campaign in Australia? What makes the demographic of Australia so nice to be able to do this I would rather do it I mean if I were doing the marketing campaign I would choose a place like San Diego or Hawaii right real beautiful not that Australia isn't beautiful I'm not hating on the outback I'm just saying what 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 about Australia is like okay let's do this for this country I just I, that part I don't get Either way, the whole thing's a little overkill. Another weird story going on. Assassin's Creed Syndicate will have two day one patches. I find that a little bizarre. Like patches? The two patches will total one gigabyte. The first patch brings version 1.10 and the second patch brings 1.11. I don't get it. What is the point of having two day one patches? It's a little bizarre. Can't they just combine them into one? Doesn't that make more sense? Okay, so it's at version 1.09 right now. So what? Okay, you add one big patch, which, I mean, that's the norm anyway. Halo 5 has a day one 9 gigabyte patch. I think The Witcher had a day one 17 gigabyte patch. Tony Hawk had a... I think it was an 8 gigabyte patch. Right? So, okay, these big gigabyte patches, I mean, it's not like it's abnormal. So, combine them into one. Go from version 1.09 to version 1.11. It's not like that's some weird thing. I'm sure there's some technical reason why they would have to have 
two different patches downloaded at two different times. It's just weird. I don't know if this is an attempt by Ubisoft to get in the news, because if you think about it, what news sites choose as news is usually stuff that's an anomaly, right? And it's an anomaly to have two day one patches. Azuro in the chat says, referring to the Halo 5 marketing campaign, that'd be kind of cool. It does not sound like an excitement level over 9,000. No, it doesn't. But again, it's kind of hard to imagine the prospect of a screen floating 2,000 feet in the air and somebody playing a game. Like, what does that look like? I can imagine what it would look like, but would that really be what it would look like? And then, you know, it might not turn out to be that cool after all. Right. Has to be something we'd want to look at. I just don't know. Anyway, for Assassin's Creed, two gigabyte or uh, one gigabyte patch, but it's in two day one patches. I just, that just doesn't make any sense. At that point, you're just looking dumb. Like, why would you do that? Assassin's Creed already has a bad track record thanks to Unity of bugs and glitches now it just just makes the whole series just look even weirder in its own unique way two day one patches it's just weird all right this song is cave jam samirian cavern this is by joshua morse you can find it on the Dungeon Man's Remastered Remix album, which is available on ocremix.org for free. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Cave Jam, Sumerian Cavern by Joshua Morse. You can find that at ocremix.org on the Dungeon Man's Remastered Remix album. And it's free. So, what's Hideo Kojima been up to? There's speculation. You know, Metal Gear Solid 5 is released. What's he been up to now? He's done. He's supposed to leave Konami. Apparently, there's a report by Simon Parkin, who is a respected journalist. At least I respect him. Good writer. He wrote this article on The New Yorker, claiming a source told him Kojima left Konami. And he tweets a picture of the celebration. And he got that picture from a source. So, okay, Konami, or Kojima left Konami. All right, fantastic. It was it was bound to happen anyway. But Konami fires back and is like, no, no. He's on vacation. He's on vacation. Okay. What? I thought he was leaving. Okay, well, apparently he's not technically released from Konami until December. Fair enough. But we're at the end of October. And he's going on vacation, quote unquote. Come on now. We've seen, we probably know a few people who have went on vacation and decided not to come back. Or, you know, somebody went on that sick leave and decided not to come back. He's going on an extended vacation, Konami says. I'm paraphrasing, but he's going on a long vacation. This is what typically happens after you release a big budget game that you spend a lot of time on. He's going on vacation. Okay, let's say he comes back uh, by the middle of November. Like, what is he really going to do? If he's supposed to leave in December, let's just say he leaves at the end of December, comes back in the middle of November from vacation. What's he really going to accomplish? The game's launched. He's already, I mean, what, Metal Gear Online? It's not like it's got its own story arc or anything like that, so he doesn't need to work on that. We got the whole we got a 24/7 team working on Metal Gear Online and make sure it's stable and patching out stuff. So really what's the need for him? I'm just saying. Seems a little sketchy, but okay, let's just say he's on vacation. I mean, technically, okay, he's on vacation. The picture that Simon Parkin tweeted. Yeah, it shows people celebrating. You can see people toasting. There's a couple of girls kneeling down, getting video or snapping pictures of Hideo Kojima, who's on the far left of the picture, clearly shown, you know, kind of as the focal point. Okay, yeah. Clearly he has left Konami. But honestly, when I first looked at the picture... The first thing I thought was, well, this doesn't necessarily prove that he left. Not that I don't trust Simon, 
and his source, but you look at the picture, it doesn't really prove anything. It could have been a celebration after Metal Gear Solid Five was released. It really does look like that. And being it's Hideo Kojima's last game, he could have been making a speech that people wanted to record or take a picture of, right? Now, Simon mentioned in a reply to someone how one of the people in the picture didn't have a lanyard. He used to work at Konami. Maybe he came back for this farewell speech, this farewell celebration that Kojima was having, but he didn't have a lanyard on. But if you look at Kojima, he still has his lanyard on. I mean, I wouldn't wear my lanyard. Maybe I'm getting a little nitpicky. You know, maybe he was doing his work. And they were like, surprise, celebration, you're leaving. I don't know why it would be a surprise, but either way, I mean, you know you're leaving. I mean, I wouldn't wear Konami stuff anymore. If it's on my last day. I'm being as, not rebellious, but, you know, maybe a little rebellious as possible. I'm not going to walk around with my Konami gear on. Jaeger says they're probably just trolling him. Probably. I mean, is he on vacation? Probably. Is he gone? Maybe not technically. But probably in his head he is. He's not coming back. That's my that's my speculation. He's not going to come back. He's on vacation. By the time December rolls around, you won't have heard anything about him having come back to Konami. He's gone. Konami, I don't know why they're doing it. Maybe they're trying to save face. Oh, we didn't let him go. You're going to let him go anyway. So just, just, I don't know why they said anything. They already look bad. They didn't even try to save face when all that information about how uh, Konami treats their employees came out. They didn't even try to save face on that one. In fact, I think it was an article in The New Yorker, this particular article, where I believe one of the producers basically said, I don't know why it's such a big deal. They should learn to adapt. So Konami doesn't care. that That's normal to them. So I don't know why they get all weird on this one. I don't think Kojima cares anyway. He's on vacation. He's probably secretly working up his next studio idea. By the time he gets off of vacation, he's probably already got something planned out. Probably next year we're going to hear something about what Kojima's been doing. Alright, this next song is Bull in a China Shop. It's a Super Smash Brothers Melee remix. You can find it on the Apex 2014 remix album on ocremix.org. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Bull in a China Shop. It's a Super Smash Brothers Melee remix, which is on the Apex 2014 remix album, which is available at ocremix.org. This song is Helio. It's by Jesper Keed. You can find it on the Borderlands The Pre-Sequel album which is available at something.com s-u-m-t-h-i-n-g something.com you're listening to progress bar That is Helio by Jesper Keed. That's on the Borderlands, the pre-sequel original soundtrack, which is available on something.com. S-U-M-T-H-I-N-G, something.com. That will do it for today's show. Had a fun time today. It was good. Remember, you can contact me at Progress Bar Show or at Sir Kibble 2. That one works too. That's on Twitter. 
You can also contact me by email, anthony at progressbarradio.com. Hope to see you tomorrow for some more engaging, wonderful discussion on topics in the video game industry and more music. Working on getting some more music. Got some new stuff coming up, hopefully. We'll see if time allows me to do it. There's a lot of holiday stuff coming up, and then there's a lot of stuff the Boys and Girls Club wants me to do coming in early and whatnot, because kids are on vacation. I knew it was coming. I just don't like it. Hopefully they give me an afternoon schedule so I'm still available to do the show. But you know, that's a few months away. So, in the meantime, we'll see if Hideo Kojima comes back from his vacation. Alright, I am going to continue to argue with folk in the chat about Assassin's Creed. You have a wonderful day. And talk to you tomorrow.